Alright, uh, greetings ladies and gentlemen. And our listeners. Welcome to Talking Trek Wars. Talking Trek Wars. Recorded on, uh... June 2nd, 2019. To June 19. Hi. Hi. Um, so, a... Brief thing, because we only had one episode in May, and dear audience, we really meant well. I tried. And we tried for more. Uh, we did have a horror we recorded once we left the theater for the What We Left Behind documentary. Still so excited about it. Um, but upon editing uh, the exported piece when I went to back to re-listen to it was really choppy. It was as if... Uh, Wayne and Garth were going through to Cruelers and getting um, some donuts and it up 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 up. Right. So it was it was that as opposed to the Kirk that just couldn't finish the sentence without that that exactly that, that would have worked. We could have worked with that because I could edit that shit out. Right. It would have taken a long ass time. But it would have worked. Right. Uh, but I also, uh, dear audience, have not gone back to recheck the raw Audacity file to see if it's corrupted there. Oh, the Audacity. Or something happened in the export process. Right. Like, the, sometimes the computer, when it's running that, if it goes to screensaver mode or it goes to sleep mode in the middle of it, it'll finish the project. Uh, but it's not the, the best, and you have to recover the project. But I've been working like a bastard, so I haven't got enough time to do everything. And Milsies. I've been traveling like a bastard. Yeah, so we're back. Um, we do intend to do uh, Rogue One and Episode 4 this month. Yay! Well, one yes. of these months there's going to be this, two. Yeah, this, this will be the month. And we'll get caught up. This will be the month. We may even do a double feature because Rogue One segues perfectly into 4. It would be ideal if we did it together. Yeah, well, you also... Same could be said for 7 and 8, so... Well, we have at least several months to get there. <laughs> oh, God. But it's summertime. summertime. And, well, you travel ridiculous amounts anyways. And living is easy. Yes, I travel ridiculous amounts anyways. <laughs> no, it's not because of the Sublime reference. It's just... All right. Actually, I didn't think of it as a Sublime reference. It's much, much older than that. That song is very old. Yes. Anyway, it's a sample from something else. Um, and it's been sampled and covered again. So. And again. And again. All right. So I figure we need to we need to talk about the elephant in the room. You are going blank. It's one of the only things we've put on the Facebook page within oh, the last Picard. month. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk the. The poster and the and the teaser trailer for Picard. Gene Luck Pickard. Yes. I okay. First, we need to we're going to break it down. I have an order that I want to break it down in first, okay? Is yes, that okay? Dear. Yes, dear. Uh is there anything you want to go over before we get to that? Before we No, get to because that? you've got me so enticed with your order of operations. All right. So let's go over the title first. It was the first thing announced. It was announced several days before. Uh and it was just Star Trek Picard. And even... So, let's go over the title and the font, because I have some ideas. But I want you to go first. Your first impression on hearing that the new show is just Picard. Lazy. Lazy. Um, it's, it's both lazy and 
aimed at a mar- as a marketing ploy. Yeah. It it is solely to get the Kamajani people who have really vetoed or no, vetoed is wrong. Rallied against all things disco to say, "Hey Star Trek fans, here's your favorite captain." And we're just going to make it really easy for you to know which version it is cuz we're just going to call it Pickard. Um, okay. What did you think of the font? Neutral? I did not pay close enough attention to it to give a shit. Okay. Let me look at it right now while you express your feelings and thoughts and things. Um, I'm going to say for, uh, for both, I am massively disappointed and underwhelmed. Okay. Um, first let's, let's address the title. I am not happy with the title because it's. I have the same feeling I had when Star Wars announced Solo, a right. Star Wars story. Right. It's like, here, here is the easiest title that, that we could possibly come up with. Which, A, wouldn't be that bad if, B, they didn't deny that being the title for six months previously. Right. Okay, so I, I, I now see what your disappointment is. Okay. Well, oh, I want to hear it. You predict my disappointment. I find it highly disappointing the fact that the words Star Trek are in the incorrect font for a Picard series. Exactly. It is, it is Star Trek the original series font as opposed to Star Trek the next generation font. Uh, Picard is in a fairly neutral font. Yeah, except... The, the A, a is, is wrong. A shield. The A is wrong too. Well, it's it's the Federation Delta or Starfleet Delta. Yeah, but it. I mean, if we're going with any version of the next gen era into the movies, you could have added just a little bit in the background, some font in the background. And I know that I know the shield is going to be different in the show, but you could have teased us with that, not just with the basic or original series. Well, here's where I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm going to be an apologist for them for a little bit, okay? The You talking brand synergy? Yes. Okay. So every single iteration of Star Trek yeah. has had that basic, you know, Star Delta Shield. Um, it is the background that has changed repeatedly. Yes. So to me, that isn't as so much of an affront as the the... The font, font of, Star, font Trek, of Star, Trek, Star Trek, yeah, yeah is because this it leaves them a lot of opportunity and room to play with it as they need to. But at the end of the day, every series, every show, that has been the consistent piece. Yeah. Okay. Even in the alternative futures, that has been consistent. No, no, no. I know. I just thought they could have added. I think. I think yes, they me, could have done more. I think I nitpicked that once I saw the font and I was pissed off about the font. I, you know what you know I what mean? I mean? I'm perturbed about the font. I don't want to go so far as to say pissed off, other than to say it is a lack of attention to detail. Okay, so maybe pissed off's the wrong thing. Underwhelmed. That's pro- that's fair. Okay, um, but to me it was just like okay, while you have your phone open, yes, I want you to see if you can go to the Googles and search for um, Picard show uniforms. 
because there was some I've, artistic yeah. rendering. I want to. We're going to talk about that as well. But I just I've want seen you to them. See. Yeah, yeah. I've seen them, but I'll pull up. More well, just imagery. so we have it on reference, because I don't remember them clearly. But I just want to have them as a reference point for later. Yes. Yes, audience, you get to hear us doing this, planning out something that we will talk about. Whatever. Keep minutes going. Down the Keep road. going. All right. So we talked title. We talked font. Um, does this? Does it change any part of your expectation knowing that they took the easy way out for the title? No. Okay. For me, it doesn't really, but there's a part of me that it it introduced a cautious element of skepticism into it. But just for the fact that you've pretty much lied, or at least neither confirmed nor denied, for six straight months... But no, in some cases they said that blatantly, Picard is not the title. Do you think at that point maybe they were working on a different ti- working? They had a different title. They probably had a different working title, and the studio told them to go fuck themselves. Maybe I thought Picard was the working title, and maybe they had a different title in mind. And CBS yeah, was like, "That's what I'm saying." Yeah, is they had some Picard was the working title, and CBS told them, "No, no, 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 no. That's what we're going with." And I guess from a marketing standpoint star trek picard is super easy to market and you don't there's no explanation in it you can write an article really easy by the title just being like star trek picard debuts september 30th or whatever it's 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 a it's a marketing lazy trope yeah but to me it still has shades of that solo a star wars story when i'm like you could have been so much more creative and had so much more fun with it. I feel like this is pro- this this reeks of studio in interference. Okay, and so we can't we can't just blame Kurtzman. I don't want to. I, like I said, this this reeks of studio interference. Okay, I I agree too. I just wanted to throw it out there and have that discussion because here's uh, he. I would go back and throw back and say, if you want to start with lazy branding, go back to Enterprise. Really? Yes. I know that's treading on something you truly enjoy, but... It's because it was Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, okay. But... Star Trek... Oh, actually, you know, that's wrong. Let's go back to something that you and I consider holy ground. Deep Space Nine. That's the... That is it, right? That's that's where it starts. Yeah. It's not Star Trek. It's not Star Trek The Next Generation. It's Star Trek Deep Space Nine. What's the name of the station? Deep Space Nine. What came after that? Voyager. What was the name of the title? Star Trek Voyager. What was the name of the ship? Voyager. Lazy, lazy, lazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? I was, I was going to say, pick me a different title for Star Trek Enterprise. You know, give me something. And then it came to me that you could have done it really simple. Star Trek. The first generation. Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna go actually with something a little more uh, tropian. Oh yeah, Star Trek. Before. Ah. 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 But not before. But before. Yeah. Oh, Jesus right? Christ. Yeah. Or uh, Star Trek. Uh, boldly going. Some. I, uh, that, the beginning. Like, the beginning. But no, we saw the beginning. That was that from Cochrane and the Phoenix. So but that, that's but that's not really. I mean, that's beginning of that the warp era. But is that really the the beginning of the Starfleet exploration as we know it? And that's really. Yeah. So I'm saying we could argue this for days. So I'm not as viciously angry about it. But at the end of the day, but it, I mean, if you, if we want to jump back even further, whose default 
are the next gen movies because that's when we lost the numericals and it was just Star Trek Gener- Generations. And it's like, dude, just call it Star Trek Seven Generations. It's fine. It works. It's like with the new Star Wars movies where, you know, to distance themselves from the prequel, instead of calling it Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens, it's just Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's how the originals were marketed. We're going to we're going to go back to that practical effects original marketing. It, yeah, I. And here's a, here's a fact: in within Star Trek lore, none of us use the full tagline. It's either TNG or DS9 or Deep Space Nine, Voyager or Enterprise. Nobody goes or D- Disco yeah. Discovery. Nobody goes back and adds Star Trek into the front of it within. Are, uh, true. That's true. Field. How, you know what I do appreciate, and it's it's happened so surreptitiously. Is their marketing worked? Because neither you or I refer to it as STD anymore. We call it Disco, which is what their goal was, which is really fucking annoying. Yeah. Fuck but, you, surreptitious marketing. Hey, here's the thing about rolling that dice, because <clears throat> if you look at using Disco or dis- Disco in anything. It usually falls with Disco Sucks. Right. And after the first half of the first season, that was really apt. (laughs) True. Fun side note, uh, Sister Mills... Oh, yeah? ...is now six episodes into Disco and loving it. Really? Yeah. Uh, Why did she wait so long? Did she have reservations, or she just didn't... Or she just... I don't have answers for these things. So she put the kettleball down and decided to watch some disco. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Alrighty then. That's a CrossFit joke. (laughs) Okay. Sidebar. Complete sidebar. That's going to be on this thing because I don't want to hit pause. Have you watched the TV show What We Do in the Shadows? I've seen an episode and the original movie. Okay. Hysterical. And the audience needs to listen to this too. You need to keep going because later they, there's a CrossFit joke that's fucking hysterical. But that whole show, my new favorite comedy. Is it is it truly like the movie? Stylist, yes. Stylistically speaking, continues it. Perfect. It at times funnier. Well, I would hope so, right? Well, I mean, the movie was funny, but like if you like that painfully dry humor, yeah. They even have some bits that are just completely funny. And, as a relation to Star Trek, Doug Jones, who plays Saru, yes. plays uh, the Ancient One, the master that comes to live with really? him. Really? That's Doug Jones. And it, huh. a few episodes down, he actually comes out and they go out, out on the town for partying. And when you see him walk, you're like, okay, even under the sea of makeup, I can tell that's Doug Jones. Right. Uh, so, speaking of Star Trek, let's... let's Circle back to Pickard. Yeah, we're we're circling back because now we need to talk about because the trailer came out before the before the uh, poster and the poster will wrap right. up, we'll wrap up with poster then uniforms. Okay. So let's talk about the trailer. The trailer, I I actually enjoyed the trailer because once again it didn't tell us anything we didn't really already know. Yeah. Um. The one the, I would say it actually confirmed stuff we pretty much were sure on. Yeah. You know what I mean? The one thing I felt a little bothered by, and it's a, it's minorly, it's a minor thing, but it, it did bother me, is they referred to him as Admiral Picard. I was going to bring that up. 
uh, and they do it, and it, I was kind of like, well, wait a minute, because that's not right. He's supposed to be ambassador at this point in his life. There's not to say that he wasn't ambassador. Right, but... He could have held both titles. He could have held both titles, but ambassador typically trumps his military ranking. But I think I mean, the Romulan getting, lady... I yeah. think it's a Romulan, young Romulan female that's speaking to him. Right. But it also could be a Federation psychologist uh, that's speaking to him as well. You know, your, yeah. your counselor... Not Troy, because... Yeah, 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 but, counselor. But trying to a- ascertain what happened to him, and he was leading the Armada to go rescue him. That's what our assumption is. Right. Uh, but he could have been ambassador before that, and he decided, no, we're taking this Armada, because we all know the Starfleet Admiralty is... Well, at least in the next-gen era, is douchey. So... It's douche. Douche? Yeah, it's douche. Um, I figured you'd have a problem with that. You know what my biggest gripe is? Huh. And I don't know how to respond, how to feel about this being my gripe. When they cut to him walking through the vineyard, I'm like, sweet, the vineyard. Then I see the boots. I'm like, you couldn't have turched him up. Like, my girlfriend's got a pair of those boots. The same side with the zipper in the back. Like, not, not looking very futuristic when you can walk down to the fucking mall and get those boots that is on sale. the worst thing for you to be upset about. I know, I know. And it was just like, but... That's immediately what I saw in my brain went to, and I'm like, huh? So let's talk about the poster. So we, we're done with the trailer? We're supposed uh, to... This is a trailer I mean, segment. I, I, here's my thing. I, I already gave you my opinion. It didn't tell us anything we didn't really already know. Yeah. Um, it gave us a window to the conversational pieces. The only thing I had serious beef with... Was the ambassador. Was the, it was the admiral, not ambassador. And I geeked out on the fact that you get to see him in the vineyard, which timescape wise is about right of what we would expect to see him at yeah although i think and i like chateau picard wine they need to come out with an actual chateau picard wine now well you probably will that one distillery company will probably team up with a vineyard to give us something yeah we need to live we need to live in a different state to have that stuff sent to us bt dubs Oh, really? Yeah. They won't... Oh, yeah, because it's... Oregon. Oregon Liquor Commission. Oh, yeah. that's right. Well, LCC's a fun little bunch of bastards. You couldn't have it sent to your sister and then pick it up on one of your trips and then fly it back with you? I'm sure I could, but the amount of effort required for that is... It's a thing. Gotcha. Um, it's not like you're going to drink it anyways. No, I just want the bottle afterwards. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> I had something, and your BT dubs... Threw me for a loop because I'm like, why is he doing BT dubs? And then I'm just saying it now and I want to kick my own ass. Um, <laughs> I had something else and I could put. Oh, it seems like the Q responsible timeline of all good things is being completely altered and suppressed. Well, so I, we know I don't he, want to say completely, but it's. it's but, they're, they're hinting at it, but it's not a thing. But. Nowhere in any of the marketing that we've seen so far or any of the rumor mills has him having Iromotic Syndrome being addressed. Like, maybe that was just a a, a cue put, put on thing for that alternate timeline. No. Because he's supposed to have dementia. That's dementia. Yeah, yeah. He, and we might see that he does kind of have that, and that's why he needs his merry band of fellows around him. Um, you never know. I'm just saying it's... Because... One of my things is um, it is canon that he has the marker for it, right? Because 
in the present timeline that continues, Beverly scans him and says he does have... Well, no, maybe because he's put back to the time before she scans him. Yeah. That's very confusing. That's what I... I think... I hate temporal mechanics. Yes, Janeway. Um, I think... She always... Keep going. Um, I think that they're like, look, that was convenient for that storyline in that episode. It's not going to be convenient going forward. Just like we don't want him to have a gnarly beard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I could see him coming out like... I've seen some of like the, the, the artist rendering posters where he's kind of got the goat or like a scruffy going on but not quite that wispy beard that they had because yeah, there was early tng episodes where it was him in the future like when Riker was having that delusion and, and he, he had, the, had go- the goatee yeah yeah awesome. admiral picard with the goatee uh admiralty to romulans mm-hmm. now granted that that episode from next generation future imperfect is uh, a very good episode actually um but it would be interesting to see how much of that episode they pull from in this scenario yeah. But it, to me, it seems like, especially through the trailer and the stuff we've heard all before, is that because Kurtzman had was co-writer on 2009 Star Trek, helped create the schism that led to the Kelvin timeline, and that one graphic novel where I think their or I think comic book tie-in lead-in prequel mm-hmm. was Picard was ambassador to Romulus. It happened uh, was a Federation ambassador to Romulus because. Spock was Vulcan ambassador to Romulus, not the Federation. Uh, and that all that stuff is still canon. But which case... We're going to get to the poster here in a second. Well, we can do this as an addendum. Uh, leads to the rumor that Brett Spiner is going to, is in the show. As before. Oh, As yes. Data. They, they're not going to... They, they haven't alluded... To, your, your assumption is it's B4s, the data's memory engrams eventually took over and he evolved. Uh, but because in that lead-in comic book, Data was captain of the Enterprise. I, I have issue with that. I, but, I could see... Hold on. I could see Brent coming in as some flashback stuff. Why can't they... We've but seen their they technology. Also, they can digitally de-age him a little bit. That's all they have to do is smooth out the face a little. Yeah, and then on top of that, I've also seen rumors that they're looking at recasting. That's that's true, too. But there's also another but, another theory is that B4 was an earlier model, and he uh, soon was playing around with an aging thing, so they could logically say, story-wise, that him being an earlier model... Not having the same uh, technological upgrades that Data and Lore had, or how Lore was different than Data, is that he also has the ability to age, or there's a chip in there that can turn on and he can alter his appearance to match his age. Or you could do the first contact thing and they figured out how to put real human skin over his positronic core and he can age. Or Brent Spiner as Brent Spiner shows up. Like, not not as Brett Spider, but you know, as another character, mm. which you know, Star Trek do or you know the Star Trek franchise does love utilizing actors in different ways. All hail Jeffrey Combs. Except Star Trek Discovery has not utilized any of the past familiar faces. Uh, 
That's true. But they have also really fought hard to make it its own thing. I, I understand that, but we need to have a little tradition. We need to have something that follows through. I'm, I'm fighting so hard to start singing tradition. Okay. Let's move on to the poster. Okay, let's get up. So, Brett Spiner is, you know, whatever. It could yeah. be in there. It could, could be, be Data. And at this point, it's if, a rumor, but it's a thing. strong rumor. If he plays Data, I'll be unhappy. Data is dead. So, the, okay, but... I mean, we're going to be arguing semantics. He's If, he play, if he's playing B4, he's going to be called Data. Let's just... You need to accept it now. No, he needs to play B4. Everybody else will call him Data, and maybe Picard will call him Before. You know what? One is Will, one is Thomas. Yeah. They're both Riker, but one is Will, one is Thomas. Did Thomas die in a Cardassian prison at the beginning of the Dominion War? Because we know he got... Sent there as a part of a deal. They never said anything about what happened to him. Hmm. Okay. I, sorry, just, I was thinking about that a while ago and I was... Yes, Thomas Riker is the unknown character, the unknown X-Factor. Okay. Um, the poster. The poster! The poster pisses me off and makes me happy at the same time. Much like the title? Much, uh, the title I had less of a reaction to than this. Okay. The poster is wrong. Why is it wrong? Because they have the completely wrong Delta Shield on there. They've got Kirk's on there. Now, I love the fact that it's a vineyard and it makes you all warm and fuzzy. Chateau Picard. <clears throat> yeah. But it's it's not even, like, close to right. Yeah. I mean, at least with the, the title block one, it's very... It's, you know, it's the amorphous, just... The outline slash colored in version of the shield. No, yeah. no, no differentiator. Yeah. The poster is very clearly fucking wrong. Ugh, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, I disliked it for other reasons. Please tell me. What are your other reasons? It's a fucking lens flare in the goddamn poster. It's the sunrise. It's, it's, it's. More of that, like, oh, we're going to bring this new authentic look. And yes, the trailer had had it too. And yeah, it's the sunrise. But I don't remember in any Star Trek in the ni- late 80s and early 90s filming a sunrise meant you had to have a fucking blinding light in your eyes so you couldn't see what was actually happening on the screen. Let alone, let's put it on the goddamn poster. I don't know that I'm, I, I mean, I don't know that I'm that angry about that part because at least it's a logical lens flare, right? <laughs> As opposed to all, all, all of the 2009 lens flares that into darkness, where it was lens flare times a thousand. Yeah. Okay. Here's my gripe with it. Here's the underlying gripe with it. It's been a bone of contention within the Trek fandom for a long, long time. And what's a quick way to get people upset is let's add that in there. You know, when it's real simple, let's tone it down. Let's almost tone it down to almost getting rid of it. Maybe yep. I would have less of a problem with it if it wasn't so prevalent in the first half of Discovery, in the trailer, and here now. 
and in a couple episodes of season two of Discovery. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's... The, the problem is, is it's all contemporary design, and that is that is the kind of the contemporary sci-fi thing right now. So... Uh, I don't know if I would call it contemporary sci-fi thing. It may have been the contemporary sci-fi thing, especially from 2009 to maybe 2013. But Which is that. funny, because that's you now a decade ago. God, fuck. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Like, it just seems... Unnecessary? Yes. Like, a lot of stuff within that we've discussed today, there's a lot of shit that's unnecessary. And maybe... We both know that most marketing teams are different from the production teams. Yeah. So, they get sent footage unless... The director, showrunner, whatever, edits a trailer for them to, and says, here is your trailer. Yeah. Most times, it's farmed out. Yeah. That's why you have stock trailer music, you know, that you right. see in so many different ones, but it has, doesn't reflect the score whatsoever. Yep. And you have stock font that you can draw from. You have right. so many things that you can pull from. And so that maybe this is, maybe even within, if this is the CBS marketing team, and it's not the Star Trek team. Well, but and that's easy to say because the Star Trek team is now under development. Is that the name of it? Well, I mean... No, there's an international team that's under development. But the American version of that is Kurtzman's company that he created. And it's Secret Hideout? Secret Hideout. Okay. Secret Hideout is his... Is his is the... No, no, no. CBS is created a... Is creating a Star Trek division. I thought that the ones that we read in the articles that was primarily was their focus was the international brand because Kurtzman has full control of it within the states. No, I I was, the way I interpreted it, and I could be wrong, which is rare, of course. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Is that the primary goal of that department was to control branding usage oh, okay. and development. So, you know, with Kurtzman, he's very focused on content development. Okay. But not brand development. You know, so, you know, thinking about one of the, the big misses is I have not seen a Star Trek toy line in over a decade. I mean, like outside of Eagle Moss? Yeah, outside of Eagle Moss, there really isn't a Trek toy line. Well, I mean, McFarlane has produced a couple figures, has produced a few figures. But not a toy line, right? Like, thinking of the EMT days and the, the, you know, during the peak of Trek. You you had had action figures. You had action figures, you had model toys, you had models you could build. Um, Is that just maybe because... The collectibles markets to that has evolved, and that I mean, look at Star Wars and Hasbro. Even they're not putting up stellar numbers because their quality is down. I would, I, I would argue that that is a little bit of brand mismanagement. Yeah. Um, well, I, which I, the original, I mean, Star Trek the original series suffered hugely from. Yeah, I mean, I would, there was a lot of shitty toys. And I would say that there is still shitty toys. Like, I know people like, oh, look at the McFarlane stuff. I want... Don't get me wrong. I like what Quantum Mechanics is doing. 
for the most part. But if you look at Sideshow and Hot Toys Mm -hmm. and their volume of Star Wars that they're putting out, Quantum Mechanics and their Star Trek line is painfully slow. Right. Like, you know, we, we saw those images from New York Toy Fair from three or four years ago where they had Kirk, Spock, and Khan from Wrath of Khan in the Monster Maroons yeah. and in the movie outfits. And we haven't seen hide nor hair of those. You know, we're still working on the original series line, which was started to be put out for the 50th anniversary. And now, we got one Picard. For the record, I actually like the quality of design of the quantum mechanic stuff more than the Hot Toys. I'm not saying it's significant, but I just feel like the 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 body size and shape and the facial you know i tend to disagree i i mean okay don't get me wrong there are, there's a couple that are super good yeah but i'm not a i don't think they did a good job with picard no and i don't think they did a good job of spock too he's got a fucking five o'clock shadow uh okay. go up and look at his figure and he looks like he's, he's got, got a, a beard and you know, Nimoy was clean shaven. True. He, you know, he might have had a, a faint whisper of it, but not where it looks like, you know, Superman three evil Superman drunk at a bar bad. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, I I mean, toys. Yes. Toys. So, toys are a big part of kids' lives. And well, you think maybe with the Nickelodeon show that they're going to do, I think that's going to be a big piece of it. I also think. Um, marketing in the sense of cross cross marketing, right? When was the last time you saw a Star Trek and McDonald's commercial? Well, or you know, Star Trek Hallmark. Granted, when was the last time I saw a Hallmark commercial? But yeah, they've really scaled that back, uh, especially when they half the stores disappeared because of bankruptcy. But you get the idea, right? Like, it's, no, no, no. There's, I, there's I, a lot of things you could do with the brand, especially considering somehow... Remember Micro Machines? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, those are things. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of those Star Trek Micro Machines. I those still have some awesome. in the back. Those things are awesome. Um, but it, it was more my point of, especially with somehow the fact that Discovery became the most streamed television series ever yeah especially in season two it took those numbers and it ran away with them which especially is, when it got when the show started doing better the numbers ran away because there was word of mouth right which blows me away yeah but it also makes me incredibly happy for the franchise yeah but also we've had no toys like you said to capitalize on discovery right we've had, we've had nothing outside of maybe some stuff on a novos uh, the Eagle Moss Discovery ship line, and the random T-shirt or two, right? There's so there's so much of that brand that is not being capitalized on. Do you think that might be some trepidation to the how bad their numbers were at the end there with their toy sales or whatever? Like, I, I'm thinking go with your easy big hitters, right? Huh. Phasers, communicators. Well, I mean, you can get those on Anobos, but you're spending $250, $300. Right, but I'm not talking... You're talking prop replica. Yeah. I'm talking toys. So you're talking like 30 bucks. here's a phaser. Yeah. For, to get your kids into Discovery. 
right? Real simple. Because it's got the handle on it and it's not the next-gen phaser, make one that fits a silly string cartridge and you can pull the trigger and it can shoot silly string. Boom. Right, but you, you know what I mean? It's like... Well, you, you, you can then partner with another company absorb to help to absorb cost and you make something fun. Right. Or Nerf. Nerf would be a great one. Yeah. Nerf would be a great partner for this. Yeah, so you, you could do... That way, it, you could have it be a little bit, quote-unquote, cartoonish. So we don't yeah. have to worry about kids certain places having something that could resemble a weapon. Right. I mean, there's, like, the shield, like, the deltas, right? Like, I haven't, other than, like, again, high-end boutiques. Well, I mean, you can, Quantum Mechanics and a couple others do some that you can find on Amazon in, like, $10. And they're like magnetic clip-ons. Yeah. And they have lapel pins for your suit jacket and stuff like that. But that's not for the Discovery ones, is it? I yeah. haven't seen it. Oh, okay. the Discovery I have line. not seen it. You can get your sec- Section 31 split black, you know. But I kind of like a black badge. Never seen one of those before. Well, you you, you can get it. Uh, yeah, if you just looked on Amazon, you'd find it. If yeah, you yeah. There. But that's my point. But, okay, so why do I have to go to Amazon? Why isn't it in Target? Uh... I think you can keep your costs down and don't have to worry about losses by putting it on an online order only as opposed to going into a store. I, I, I hear your words. But, yes, but it, doesn't, is, it doesn't help expand further the brand into the unassuming consumer where somebody could, a kid could walk through the store like they could when they, we had three and three-quarter figures and think, who's that robot-looking dude and what is Star Trek The Next Generation? Then it just helps further pull you. But I also think that some part of that has to do with the fact that you have to pay to see Discovery. You know, whereas like yeah. Next Gen was on syndication. So somebody could flip the channel, see something in the store. Where can I find this? Flip the channel and not have it cost them money to go see it. You can get Discovery without commercials for five bucks a month. Or with commercials for five bucks a month. Yeah, but a six-year-old kid can't. Right, but that's not that hard to convince that six-year-old kid's parents to do $5 a month. What I'm, My point is more along the lines of, um, and that th- this is not news, and nah. I'm, I'm surprised at how defensive you're being here of the studio in the sense of CBS has really fucked up when it comes to marketing this property. Okay, and I'm, 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 all I have to point to is the 50th anniversary. Yes. Which How much is of that is Paramount too, though? I'm not. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate because to me, there sounds like there's could be logical arguments, counter arguments. I am in agreement with you. So I'm excited for them to create this branding, the brand division. Yeah. Um, well, and I just hope that whoever is in charge goes back and looks at some of the old original series toy lines and goes, never again. Yeah. Because Spock, the the Spock helmet, is, is, oh. Well, and there's that famous part on the Big Bang Theory where they had the transporter and he put his Mr. Spock doll in there. Yeah. Spun the transporter and the spring broke. How much of that is age, but quality of things anymore is, you know, there's nothing quicker to turn a person off a brand than buying something and having it break within the first week of use that isn't... I just threw my figure down a flight of stairs or whatever. You right, know what I mean? Yeah. Type of thing. Uh, but I think it also goes into um, 
know, CBS has failed in a lot of their marketing when it comes to the anniversaries. Look at the Deep Space Nine anniversary. If it wasn't for Ira and the team doing what we left behind, how much, how much would that be out there beyond the Las Vegas convention? You yeah. Know? Uh, Voyager's got an anniversary coming up, or is now ha- in it, and we're not talking about it. There's a, we're having anniversaries of the season series finales, and it doesn't get play. I don't think. I think maybe in CBS's rush to create new stuff, they're trying too hard to distance themselves from what has come before, while trying to capitalize on your nostalgia of it. Plausible. But also, I also question how much of that is the the breakup of the brand between Paramount. Which sounds like the remarriage is back on. Well, once a dude got busted for something and decided, hey, let's get rid of that guy. Well, it's funny. There was the two people who were at odds about the remerger, yeah. neither of which are with the companies anymore. No, for, ver- for a varying degree of reasons. Yes. And... It it would do so much more if your TV characters, if you had a plausible reason to make a big event, yeah, put that in movie form. Yes. So I have a question for you. Uh-huh. In this Picard series. Uh-huh. In the whole, whole trope of it, how disappointed would you be if we do not see John DeLancey? You mean in justice up the upcoming amount of episodes we get, or all in total when the series has run its three seasons? Picard's three seasons. If we do not see John Delancey as Q, at least once. At least once. I'd be pretty disappointed. I I would think it would be a huge, huge miss. But here's the thing: over the span of these three seasons. I would think I would add more than just John Delancey's name into that mix. If we don't see, like, we should see, we should see all the cast of Next Generation at least one time. The right. main bridge crew cast at least once. And there's no reason that we know that people from other shows are still within it that you don't see them at least or hear reference to yeah. at least once. I think that's, but yeah. Q, I would say... It's a have to. Is the... I I spent seven years fucking with Picard. Not just everybody else, but primarily Picard. Yeah. And I need to show up at least one time. I mean, uh, the people I think that need to show up at minimum. Right, at minimum. Gates McFadden. Yeah, because as far as we know, they still got married for a period of time. Right, as far as we know. Gates McFadden needs to show up, and um, John Delancey. Those are the two to me. Well, I think that are most intertwined with the Picard character. I, I would, you would, ha- I see. Then I would still have to add three more, Data, because Data's dead. So, I, yes, if you give some me- version of Noonien Soong's positronic android that had the face of Brett Spiner. So before. Has to show up. Riker, because he was the student of Picard for so long, his career was helped shaped and defined by Picard. But in this time frame, Riker is off 
gallivanting the galaxy and uh but if picard well actually wait a minute picard wait, wait, becomes whoa, whoa, whoa. an outlaw to the hold federation on, hold on hold on this we should theoretically at this point he should be admiral Riker. yes if we're sticking with theoretical canon he should be admiral Riker. yeah and he still is should be married to deanna troy who was picard's conscience I, I don't see them... I don't see it as big of a need for them to show up as it is for John Delancey, who could show up anywhere, right? Because that, that's the key, right? We don't know where this series is going to take us, where he's going to be. What we do know is that John Delancey could show up fucking anywhere. Yeah. And as far as, you know, his conscience, his, his joined at the hip, it's Beverly. I still, I still wouldn't mind to see, because we never got resolution to their story. Give me a little Whoopi. So Whoopi Goldberg has publicly said she wants on the show multiple times. Yeah, she's come out and said she wants on the show, and I think that would be so great. And you know what I, what I really love to see that would require some CGI de aging more for him than her is kind of a the backstory. Yeah, I would like a little bit more than what we've gotten because I don't think it tells the whole story and the right. references made all the time. It's one right. of those things where you're left. You know, to... it's it's more than friendship. It's more than family. Like, how did how did they get that way then? Huh? Yeah, not just him going back in time to San Francisco. You know, you need right. to. There needs to be more to it. You know, they they never really explained how he met her when he was at the academy. Right. And she knew about the past because she'd already met, interacted with him in the past. Yeah. But. Like, there's so much more to that story that we need to find out that would work well. Let's get on to our final topic. Let's okay. move on to the uh, alleged uniforms based off of screen grabs that have you, artistic... You mean, you mean the uniforms that have gone backwards in time? Yes! Yes, we're back to... We're back to cadet uniforms? Yes, Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine well, Voyager, style. seven years, Deep Space Nine, first three. Four, yeah. Into four. That... I mean, it's definitely not exactly the same, but it's, but you know. But I, I, I do enjoy the higher collar, like the stiff high collar. I think yeah. I like that part of it. Um, but it's, it's so it's funny because, you know, you search for the... When but you they're search, not jumpsuits, allegedly. They're, allegedly, they're two-piece, like the next generation. But it almost looks like they're... Uh, the cadet dis- uniforms. They're the cadet uniforms and or... The, the, the actually that's what it is it's not the ones from it's not uh, the jumpsuit it's ones. not the jumpsuits the one it's the so uh first duty the name of the episode is the first duty <laughs> duty uh, but they also where, hold on hold on that is the episode where nicholas Lacarno. nick Lacarno and yeah all that shit goes on and the uniforms they're wearing high collared black bottom or black bottom piece and red and or gold yeah coloration are on the shoulders this is basically that but also they also have a little monster maroon slash discoveries tos uniforms because they look like they're jackets that clasp over they look like they're breasted a breasted clasp over you can't really see it but according to one of the person who talked about actually seeing it in person is that it has a pull apart so you can you can level it down we'll see it's i mean it's everything the, the production stills we've seen are, are you know grainy at best 
And they have been requested to be taken down multiple times from different sites. Yeah. When they tried to use uh, an illegal screen grab. Uh, well, from leaked footage. Going from, you know, the Googles, there's somebody who, you know, Snapchatted it up here. Um, an actual filming that was occurring. Um, and it looks as if, you know, from that kind of really grainy picture, you can see it's two pieces. I think Trek Today had their artistic rendering, which had yeah. a diagram pointing at things where it could yeah. highlight some. And their their Delta Shield looks like it's a little bit like the All Good Things futuristic or it's, Voyager futuristic. Yeah. Uh, with that weird kind of square rectangle design beneath it and behind it. Uh, the So some of the renderings I'm looking at make it look rounded behind it. Not square. Not like full square, but like it's supposed to look like... No, it's rounded. Oh, well, the one I saw was a little different than that. That would have been more in line with the actual ones from the... Well, that's that's what I saw, but they were like a artistic updated version of that. Right. Not hard ed- not as hard edges, but... Um, yeah. Less, not circular. I, it reminds me a lot of... The design actually does remind me quite a bit of the future uniforms you see in Endgame. Not exactly like it, but a lot like it. Two-piece, you have the horizontal ranking insignia to yeah. go with it. No more pips on the on the, on the collar, right. it's, they're it's on, on the, the breast. Yeah. yeah, which is a hard, kind of a throwback to Enterprise. Yes, and I, I like the pips being there. Um, but no, no, if you look at um, from Endgame, I'll show you the picture. And similar. It has a lot well, of similar. And those are those are the same as the all good things or the yeah. all good things yeah. didn't have that hard darker color across the well, I mean, collarbone. Yeah, but you get the it has a high level of similarity. Yeah. Um to where you can say okay, maybe they were trying to like give that piece a nod a smidgen. I think yeah. Um I think they're doing I think they're really going with the less is more. I just wish I would get some uniforms that were not akin, okay, akin to the Monster Maroons. Is that I wish I like that throwback. That's because you're obsessed with the Monster Maroons. Well, yeah, because you know I, when, when the uh, best come around, you acknowledge oh, it. I don't know. I am a fan of the end DS9 eras. No, yes, those are my second favorite. I love those. The first contact through the end of DS9. Yeah. And Federation on Earth Voyager. Yes. Those. Yes, I absolutely love those. But guess what? Those are very akin to the Monster Maroons. They're just like the modern version thereof. Right. Um, especially when you have the underneath vest. The undervest? The undervest. Take us to the undervest. All right. I uh, think I can live with that. Okay. So, I can live with it. I can live with it. All right. Um, no release date yet on the Picard show. Are we still kind of thinking that they're shooting for fall? I mean, they're... I think it makes sense. They're halfway through filming principal photography now. I think a fall launch makes sense because Disco 3 hasn't even started filming. I don't think they're filming until September. Right, so you have Picard as your fall release, 
And then you have... Uh, I mean, they could even put Disco out further because... Disco is spring-winter. Or spring-summer. Yeah, because I think they want to have the uh, Lower Decks comedy, Car- our animated one, is is being worked on as we speak. So that could be your... Hard to say. Metal um, segue. Hard to know. I, th- I think... I, I see a fall release for this. I, I hope so. I think I hope they don't try to compete at the same time as when Disney Plus launches. I hope they finish they release this and finishes it before November. Well, if they com- try to compete with Disney Plus, they're going to lose, yeah, which is unfortunate, especially but. with the way with the Mandalorian starting. I don't want to. I mean, I don't want them both at the same time. I'd love to have them separated. Yeah, no, I totally understand. And you know what's funny is I'm actually looking at the like the summertime to. Um, watch all the shows that I'd never watched before that I really needed to because I realized come fall and in winter of this year there's going to be so much new content to, yeah. to look th- to watch through that I'm not going to be able to go backwards again yeah I hear you so I think that wraps us up for today we did, a- <laughs> we did an entire hour on a trailer <laughs> Well, promotional stuff, yeah. new inf- release information. I, uh, I'm excited. I, despite my misgivings, I'm excited. Yeah, dis- despite feeling at times underwhelmed um, yeah. and having small, foolish gripes like boots. Um, yeah, you're a sick in the head. It's okay. I've, I've heard people who take who have gripes on certain trailers within Star Wars where it's all about the hair. Right. Yeah, you know, people. We, we're all weird. We we point out things that weird us out. Yeah. Whatever. So that's it. We're gonna be back with a har. Maybe I will be able to fix um what we left behind har. Maybe Possibly. not. But we shall see. As always, I'm Bert. I'm the general. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>